Welcome to the Cameroon Arise podcast. I'm your host, Ebanga Muriel. Welcome back to the Cameroon Arise podcast. I am your humble host, Abanga Muriel. It is my joy and my pleasure to be here with you all again. Listen, to all the 30 plus million of you under the sound of my voice, I just want to say a great big thank you. You keep coming back for more episodes every week and that gives me great encouragement that the future of Cameroon is brighter than it has ever been. I am so glad you're here once more and I am so appreciative of your support. I've been receiving calls and texts about the past three episodes and the feedback so far is so positive. It warms my heart to hear people say that this is exactly what the Cameroonian community needs to hear and your words of encouragement and your prayers over me mean the world. I'm so very grateful. I pray that everyone under the sound of my voice is not just hearing, but also listening and applying the knowledge they learn from this podcast. The Cameroon Arise podcast exists solely to encourage and enlighten Cameroonians all over the world to arise in faith, hope, and love among each other in order to recreate Cameroon into a great nation. It may not become a perfect nation, but it will indeed progress into a better nation than any of us have ever seen before. Why is that? Because it will be inhabited by great people. It's up to each of us individually to make Cameroon better by arising to our best selves and doing what we are divinely purposed to do for Cameroon. My hope for this podcast is that it begins a movement that can't be contained. A movement for the renewing of the minds of Cameroonians worldwide that will result in the progression of our fatherland. And my faith in God assures me that this movement will never be quenched or forgotten no matter what. It will continue to grow and be a natural mindset of Cameroonians all over the world as we use our gifts and our talents to help Cameroon arise. Today we are officially on episode 4 of the Cameroon Arise podcast. This episode dives deep into another small but mighty word. The title of today's episode is Arise in Love. That's right folks, we have talked about arising in faith and hope. Episode 4 is all about arising in love. I'm sure there's someone much older than me listening right now and saying, Deepikin want to teach you so about love. 
what do you know about love <laughs> i don't blame you you have a point i am still learning more about love as i grow for now i know that love is patient love is kind love is selfless and love never fails I'm a Christian, so I don't know any greater understanding of love than the sacrifice Jesus made for my life. But even if I wasn't a Christian, it's not hard to know the meaning of love. Love is a feeling and an action. Love is what you feel when something loving is done to you. Babies are the most helpless beings on the planet. They know nothing at all, but even babies can recognize love when it's expressed because love is just a natural part of being a human being. You know, I had to go to my buddy Google to let me know what the definition of love is. So here is what Google had to teach me about love. Love is defined as the strong affection for another arising out of kinship or personal ties. I thought it was interesting how the definition that was most accurate also included the word arising. Coincidence? I think not. <laughs> when we think of the word love, it's easy to think of the romantic love first. But there are three different types of love one can express. There is the agape love, which is an unconditional love like the love of Jesus Christ or whatever God you identify with. Then there's philea love, which is a love that has conditions, such as the love you have for a person because they are a family member or a close friend. And lastly, there is the romantic love called Eros. I'd like to give a shout out to my old friend, Blake Richardson, who taught me this lesson back in 2009. It was my first time ever hearing these Greek words for the various types of love. And clearly he taught the lesson well, because I still remember them until this very day. For the sake of this episode though, the love that I'm discussing today is the brotherly love. The kind of love you express to a neighbor, a friend, a co-worker, a fellow church member, someone you're not related to by blood or don't really know well, but you share a common cause like school, or better yet, nationality. Love is something the Cameroonian community does have among one another, but we need to arise in it. I grew up in Maryland, which is like the Cameroon of the United States. Shout out to the M in the DMV, baby, okay? Like, I will always be a Maryland girl no matter where I go. I love being from the DMV because we're just so different. Honestly, we're like an enigma. We walk in, we're lit, we shut things down. We're just dope. Like, <laughs> I can't explain it further than that. We are a set apart people like the Israelites. <laughs> Okay, I'm done, I'm done, I promise. Growing up in the DMV afforded me the opportunity to be in a community with a lot of Cameroonians through my parents. My parents were a part of every cultural meeting that they could be a part of. Mecca USA, Opabayang, College Bilang, and they attended almost every function they were invited to if they were free. My mom would rather attend your function even if she's sleepy than for you to say she didn't support you. 
And because my parents went to everyone's function, everyone in turn came to our own celebrations. In the late 90s and early 2000s, these cultural meetings were harmonious. Everyone generally got along with each other. They even had events for children, which I participated in a lot, along with some of my cousins and other children within the Cameroonian community. It was always a good time, and I still have some of those friendships that I made during that time. But over the years, these meetings began to divide into various factions. And as I grew older, I realized that these factions were coming into existence because of one thing and one thing only, jealousy. Now don't jump on my head. I know jealousy is not exclusive to Cameroon. Jealousy has been around since the beginning of time and it won't go away until we're in heaven. But again, this is the Cameroon Arise podcast, so I'm addressing my Cameroonians first. Jealousy has divided our people in so many ways and so many forms. It has turned neighbor against neighbor, cousin against cousin, husband against wife, father against son, mother against daughter or daughter-in-law. Jealousy has been the major culprit behind all the poisoning incidences that have happened to Cameroonians recently. Jealousy, among other things, began the Anglophone crisis, if you really think about it. Jealousy continues to keep witchcraft alive and prevalent in our fatherland. And if we're not careful, jealousy will run the country into the ground. If you think about it, in some ways, it already has. (laughs) Cameroon, it's time to arise out of jealousy and into love. No amount of jealousy will make you richer. No amount of jealousy will make you wiser. No amount of jealousy will make you stronger. Instead, you curse yourself by committing acts of jealousy against others. You also stress yourself by thinking jealous thoughts towards others. In a world where people are doing all that they can to be younger, to look good, to feel good, why will you be giving your youth to jealousy? That's silly. It's time to arise out of the ashes of jealousy and into the glory of love. Jealousy goes hand in hand with greed. If you're naive enough to believe that greed is not holding Cameroonians back in life, I'm gonna start praying for you. You need prayer. My dad and I have 28 years difference, but we've had the same president all our lives because the man has been in office over 30 years. If that doesn't spell out the greed Cameroon is running on, I don't know what else can. And when the head of state is greedy, it only pours down into the hearts of the citizens. To a certain extent, I can't blame the people on ground who have suffered in silence so long that they're now resorting to violence and cheating and scams just to survive. It's the wrong way to go about life, but it is somewhat understandable because they are desperate. A person can only take so much. But doing wrong to get well in life is a trick of the devil that keeps you from prosperity. The scammers can't even enjoy the money that they steal properly for fear of being caught. And the foolish scammers who ignore that and live their lives anyway by buying whatever they want in this life always get caught eventually. 
I don't know about you guys, but a life of looking behind over my shoulder in fear every day, that's not a life, fool. I beg, keep that one. You will never prosper. You will always be almost great, but not really. And even if you acquire all of the money that you feel like you need to see in this life, you will be so unhappy. Why? Because you got it the wrong way. It sounds cliche or sentimental to say that the country needs to arise in love, but it does. It's important that Cameroonians stop letting jealousy and greed rule them. We have let jealousy and greed rule us for over 30 plus years, and it hasn't yielded any good results. Instead, the stealing, cheating, scamming, and destruction have just increased over time. Now is a good time as ever to stop it. I don't want to only discuss the circumstances that don't show love among Cameroonians because we do show each other love here and there. I appreciate the people who are consistent in showing love and putting others before themselves. There are mothers who share food with all the children who need it in the village, not just their own. There are fathers who choose to raise children and sometimes their children's friends also. There are boys who are respectful and caring towards women instead of taking advantage of them. There are ladies who don't ridicule a man just because he's not making enough money yet. There are brothers who protect sisters when Ambazonians try to sow fear in our communities. The people who arise to send funds to help people who have been displaced during this crisis, that's love. Those who have opened their doors to house displaced family members or friends during this crisis, that's love. These examples and so many more that I may have missed are examples of love in big and small ways. I love to see my people reach beyond themselves to extend a hand to others. Here are a few facts. First, it takes more energy to hate than it does to love. Love is very easy when you're not carrying hate and anger in your heart. Which brings me to my second fact. The second fact is that hate comes from hurt. A lot of people that act hateful or even just mean to others do so because they were hurt once. You can look back as far as the Bible tells us. Cain only killed Abel because he was hurt by God's response to his offering. And he followed that hurt with jealousy by killing Abel. It's hard to hate on or hurt someone if you've never been hurt before. Because truthfully, you don't know how to hate or hurt someone until you experience it for yourself. Citizens of Cameroon have been hurt time and time again. Our colonizers hurt us by exploiting our resources and giving us nothing back. Our government hurt us by neglecting us and keeping the wealth of the country in the hands of few. And now we think it's okay to hurt each other through more greed, more jealousy, and more hatred. Chandams hurt little girls like Caro Louise due to greed. Amba boys hurt citizens due to their frustrations. Listening to me talk about love must sound like I'm living in some kind of fantasy world. Because how can one focus on love while they are surrounded by so much hate? How does one ignore the hardships 
so they can be loving? How does one love their neighbor when he or he may have been raped by another neighbor? How do you love your brother outside the house when your brother inside the house was killed innocently? For the parents, you might say, what is your reason for loving others outside when your child whom you love so much was slaughtered right before your eyes? Or when that child grew ill in your hands and died because you had no money for hospital treatment? Maybe that girl broke your heart, so now you're going around breaking the hearts of every girl that comes after her. Maybe your father wasn't around and didn't love you enough, so now you're just sleeping around and doing anything on social media for attention because you didn't receive that father's attention when you needed it. So many things happen to us that hurt us in our lives, and we don't take the time to process any of it. So it doesn't go away. And the hurt people just continue to hurt other people. But man, if you could find a way to use that hurt for something good, you can use your life circumstances to change the country for better. God created you and I for so much more than a life full of hurt or pain. He wants you to live a fulfilled and prosperous life. He wants us to overcome the painful circumstances surrounding us and arise into our best selves. Loving your neighbor as yourself is what it means to arise in love. You feed yourself. Help feed others too. You clothe yourself. Help clothe others too. When you do this, you're being your brother's keeper. So many Cameroonians open their homes to others in need, and that's such a beautiful thing. So many Cameroonians cook and invite their friends to come and eat with them. It's love and lit vibes. Love doesn't have to be a giant act. Sometimes it's as small as giving someone a shoulder to cry on or listening when they tell you how they're feeling. Let's take a moment to look within. If you know you've been hurt and that hurt has caused you to feel like it's okay to hurt other people, acknowledge that hurt now and choose to deal with it. Ask God to help heal your heart from past issues that hurt you. God is close to the brokenhearted. I would know because in every heartbreak of mine, he was right there with me, helping me to move forward. Forgiving others who have hurt me has brought me so much peace. It's my act of arising in love, and I choose that every day. Don't forgive people because they deserve it. Forgive them because you deserve to move forward with your life. And you can't do that without forgiveness. Be strong enough to show love to people in their community without wanting anything in return. Believe that you will never do anything good in this life that will not return to you twice over. Your blessings may not come from the person you blessed, but trust me, they will come back to bless you no matter what. Stop saying you're already doing good in church so you don't need to do good outside. <laughs> That's foolish. Love is the foundation for Christianity, so let all that you do be done in love if you are a Christian.
Challenge yourself to arise in love from this moment forward. I know it's not the easy choice, but love is a choice that will never return to you void. Let's show some extra love to all of the teachers who are participating in the strikes during this time. Understand that their striking is a sign that they have been hurt and they have been lied to for way too long and they don't want to continue that way anymore. At this point, they are ready to fight and they have every reason to want to do so. Let's support them. Let's encourage them. Let's protect them. Because that is what you do to your brother and your sister in love during times like these. As I wind down episode four of the Cameroon Arise podcast, I just want to say thank you, thank you, and thank you again to everyone listening to the sound of my voice. You are greatly appreciated and loved. I hope this episode touches your heart and soul and causes you to arise in love. Through episodes two, three, and four, I hope that I've been able to enlighten and empower you all to arise in the slogan for this podcast. Our Cameroon Arise podcast slogan is Arise in Faith, Arise in Hope, but most importantly, Arise in Love. When I was coming up with the concept for this podcast, God laid that slogan on my heart and I just went with it because I mean, it's perfect. These are the three main things Cameroonians need to arise in as we collectively embark on the journey of enlightenment and empowerment. These are the three main functions that will make for Cameroon to grow into a great nation. Let me take a moment to pray for you today. Heavenly Father, you are a God of love. That's why you sacrificed your son for us. We exalt your holy name for you are the most high. Thank you for loving us, even though some of us choose not to love you back. Help us to arise in love towards our fellow brothers and sisters. Heal the past pains that hurt us, O Lord. Strengthen us to confront our pain and get rid of it. You did not create us for pain. You created us for prosperity. Help us to arise in love so that you can fix the nation. Cameroon cannot get better without your word, O God. But it will also never get better without its people rising and making it that way. So my Lord and my God, cause us to arise out of the ashes of pain and into the beauty of love this day. For you are the God of restoration. And as we obey you, Lord, you can restore the lost years of suffering in Cameroon and give us great years of blessings. Restore us back into a peaceful and loving nation, O Lord. Take all the glory for it is yours and yours alone. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. This is the Cameroon Arise podcast. We exist solely to enlighten and empower Cameroonians worldwide to arise in faith, arise in hope, and arise in love among each other for the transformation and advancement of our fatherland. I am your humble host, Ebanga Muriel, and I look forward to you listening again. God bless you.
it is time to rise. My people rise and shine. My kings, my queens of our fatherland. You hold the future in your hands. So let's arise and shine one time. Cause time no day. Mama Africa, Mama Africa. Love your body as you love yourself. 